cut through Sadid. His name had just been spoken in the ears of the most important men in this part of Panjshir province. And why? To be recommended for a great honor? No. To write a letter. To a girl. Hassan stroked his chin again. He shook his head. That letter is from an American girl. And should a boy and a girl be sharing their thoughts this way? No. Let one of the girls write back. A girl would be more proper. And outside the door, Sadid nodded and whispered, Exactly. The teacher spoke up again. To be sure, what Hassan says would be best. But the letter that goes back to America will represent our village, even our nation. And should we accept less than the very best writing, the best spelling and grammar? I know Sadid Bayat. You may know him too, the son of Zakir, the wheat merchant. He is a good boy, and his excellent writing will represent us well. His words will speak well of all the children of Afghanistan. And I feel sure that no harm will come of this. I feel sure that... Akbar Khan held up a hand, and Mahmoud went silent. The headman said, Have you told Sadid about this letter yet? No, said the teacher. I came to ask for advice. Akbar nodded. You did well to wait. The headman looked around the circle. I agree that the finest student from our village must reply. And I agree that it would be best if a girl from our school is the writer. Akbar turned to the teacher. Sadid has a sister, doesn't he? Yes, Mahmoud said. Amira, about two years younger. The headman smiled. Just so. Amira will write back to the girl in America. And the finest student from our village will watch over her and help her doing what is needed to be sure that the writing is excellent. But only the girl will sign the letter. And therefore, all will be proper. And of course, our teacher promises that nothing shameful will come of this. Looking Mahmoud full in the face, he said, Do you promise this? Mahmoud nodded. I do. Then it is decided, said Akbar Khan. And now we will have more tea. Fifteen minutes later, when his teacher came out into the entry hall, Sadid was sitting on the long wooden bench with two men who had arrived to speak before the village elders. He stood up and followed his teacher down the hallway, out the door, across the walled courtyard, and then through the iron gate that opened onto the main road. As they stood beside the road, Mahmoud smiled and said, Thank you for coming, Sadid. It turns out that I needn't have bothered you. I know you need to hurry to your job now, but I must speak with you before school tomorrow morning. I need your help with an important job. Sadid nodded, taking care to put a puzzled look on his face. So, Mahmoud said, Good evening and with a small, formal bow, the teacher turned right and walked toward the school, headed home. Not only did he work at the school, but he lived in a room built against the rear wall of the building.
Sadid turned in the other direction, headed back toward the bazaar. He worked for his father every day after school, and the shop would be open for at least another hour. As he walked along the road, following a large man riding on a small donkey, he thought about all he had heard. No great honors were heading his way. However, Akbar Khan himself had called him the finest student from our village. So that was good. And Sadid also thought about tomorrow, about how he would have to pretend to be surprised when his teacher told him he must help Amira, just like he had pretended to be puzzled a few moments ago. But the only thing that actually puzzled Sadid was how his teacher could call writing a letter to a girl in America an important job. Because that made no sense at all.